Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, along with Dr. Ken Wyant of Tennessee Tech University College of Business. We are here today uh, going to talk about entrepreneurs. Perhaps you are one. Perhaps you think you are one. Perhaps you want to be one. Uh, got some news for you. <laughs> you. You can't make someone into an entrepreneur. You can... And, and so that's frustrating. But how is it? Because it's an instinct. It is something you're born with or you're not born with. And you either have that in you or you don't. It doesn't mean that learning about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial endeavors is, is, any, is wrong. It's, in fact, it's very recommended. The idea is to be sure that you understand from the get-go that you just because you think that somehow or other you're going to be um, instantaneously made into an entrepreneur is not going to help you in the long run because it isn't going to happen unless if you already are one you know it so so the point is what can we learn from entrepreneurs and there are ways of thinking that real entrepreneurs evidence that are different than the norm and different than the majority out there. And it's part of the reason they are very successful in what they do. And you can do the same thing by exercising some of that thinking. Um, most of us have a tendency that when um, I ask somebody what time it is, and they turn around and tell me how to make a clock. And I don't really want to know how to make a clock. I want to know the time. And so I get very impatient with all of that input. Um, a lot of times entrepreneurs want to get right to the point and that's good, but sometimes it's not good. So th there has to be a happy medium there where you, you need to manage it from an entrepreneurial way of thinking, manage what it is that you're doing. That is with your business ideas. Um, but be realistic enough to know that not the rest of the world is ready to respond and react as quickly as you might like them to. They're not going to give you the time right away. Some people may take a little less uh, effort and tell you a little bit about how a clock is made and give you the time. Okay, so you got to deal with that. That's not so bad. But the point is to begin to look at entrepreneurship as, as a way of thinking that is useful to anyone running or owning a business to be able to exercise some of that thinking and some of the kinds of approaches that are involved. Usually it means um, uh, cutting to the chase a little quicker, getting, getting to the point a little quicker, making some assumptions sometimes, um, not to the detriment of spending a lot of money or doing any harm to the business or to your customers, but taking a little bit a little bit of a risk in the sense of moving it, moving something forward a little more immediately. I think that uh, the entrepreneurial approach. Yeah, mindset, thank you, Ken. Ken was very indulging here, letting me jabber. So the uh, <laughs> there are degrees of this. A, tr a full, true entrepreneur is someone who acts, uh, and each of us has, uh, like you say, I. We may not be an entrepreneur uh, because that nature is part of what they are about and they've lived their lives developing it naturally. But some of those characteristics, uh, when we reflect on them, 
can help us as we make our decisions in eva- in our businesses and in right. things that we do right. to uh, to recognize how to adjust a little bit. Yes, that doesn't exactly. mean we're changing our complete nature, but right. uh, um, but how do we adjust? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, setting that I've, I've spent thirty years in is one that is the opposite goal. <laughs> it has a goal that is opposite of what you would normally think the entrepreneurial action. And that is research and academic, um, uh, developing academic frameworks. And that's where we ask a question and study it and study it and take our time to get an answer. It's a more philosophical it context. Is philosophical. The yeah. purpose is different. Right. And, and the challenge is, is when we may need to administratively take action and yet all of our training and all of our instinct is to take the time and analyze and evaluate and get all the data. And that is completely the other extreme of what we would describe as entrepreneurial approach to uh, doing business or taking action. Right. Um, and each has its place. Now, how do you build in that continuum of, uh, of action and evaluation? into our decision-making. I think that a lot of it has to do with learning how and when to say enough. (laughs) Uh, And that's a really hard thing to do because let's say you go back to some discussions we've had on other shows about the idea of having a focus group. Um, I have known in my lifetime a couple of people who run focus groups (laughs) Uh, monthly, and they do it, you know, all year long. And it, it, what it produces is kind of overkill. And so, you, you know, it's a great thing to do when you're planning or you're developing a marketing approach or something or customer service training or whatever. That's a, it's a, when you're doing something new and different, it's great to find out what your customers really think. And the best way to do that is with a focus group. But uh, entrepreneurship is not discarding the idea of running a focus group, but it, it probably has more to do with with not wasting a lot of time with focus groups, not going uh, over and above board. You don't need 10 or 12 a year to, from in most scenarios that I can think of. Um, and so it's the idea of knowing where do you stop? where How do you... How do you take the limited knowledge and information and input that you have and make a decision in terms of taking action or developing a plan? And that's hard to determine sometimes. How do you know where that spot is? You know, I mean, many times we can go after more and more data and want to analyze it and analyze it and end up making no decisions because we yeah, spend all of our exactly time right. evaluating yeah. the data. And, and these are extremes. But understanding these these kinds of traits that we each have yeah. helps us to buffer them a little bit, I think. Well, and a real entrepreneur has an instinct to know when to stop. And, and so, you, you know, most of us don't have that. So we have, it's a learned skill and it requires some practice and do it with little, do it if you want to develop this, do it with little insignificant things. Um, just think about some of the little things you do every day that are really not terribly important that you do. Uh, and, and how can you take a shortcut around those? And, and what happens when you do that? 
you know, or it, it, but as a, an entrepreneur, if you're acting based on the instinct without all the data, that means you might fail. Well, we're going to leave you on that note and come back and tell you how we hope that you won't fail. So <laughs> stay tuned. Welcome back. Uh, Ken and I uh, were talking about entrepreneurship and um, how, how how this is an instinct, but it is a skill, all skill set also that you you can make a difference with. You can work at being bitter in making judgments that are going to impact your business in a positive way. Um, Ken, you were just saying well, something I, about... Yeah, go ahead. You know, sometimes as an entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial instinct, when you act uh, without all the information, there's a risk to that. And you want to act and you want to make good decisions. And But sometimes, and this is the, something that I see in entrepreneurs, sometimes those decisions can uh, not succeed. There can be failure. But the entrepreneurs that I see that are true entrepreneurs take that failure, learn from it, and move on and, 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 and make more decisions. Don't waste any time in the process. <laughs> and make more decisions. Right. And so some of the most successful entrepreneurs in their careers have started success after several failures. failures. Yes, after many. In, and in for fact, many of us who are not instinctive entrepreneurs, that is a scary prospect. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I'm saying. It, it, it is an instinct, but, you know, it, it is, it's also worth trying to learn a little bit about how to make it work for you. It, 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 if you don't have it as an instinct, which we probably don't, most of us, but there are ways to, to um, exercise some of that kind of thinking by taking a few minor risks. And that's why I suggest if you're going to think in this direction and you want to get a little better at it, um, pick on areas that don't have any big. Um, uh, the downside, downside risk is not as big. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, don't don't risk relationships or you know uh, money or you know things that are uh, tend to be important in your life. Um, but try it with little incidental things and build up from that process so that you can get yourself to a point where you can actually, your mind will quickly sort things out and you'll decide that this really is not life or death. I really can make this decision and take this risk because if it doesn't work out, this is what I have to lose by it and that's okay with me because it's not the end of the world and I can turn right around and do uh, option B. And, and so if that's a little scary, as I said, start out on really simple terms. Pick tiny little things and get in that practice of 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 switching gears. I, I think that's really what it's about. And and the the risk taking, um, you know, hey, there's risk in life. And so we 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 take a risk every morning when we wake up, or if you work a night shift, uh, <laughs> you and know, our natures of how entrepreneurial we are come out in a, a variety of ways. I have had the opportunity to be involved in some restoration of, of cars and work with a partner on, on a project. And I will be evaluating and planning, developing and drawing pictures of what I want to do. And the partner would come in and say, have you thought about it enough? And he will start with a sledgehammer uh, and say, okay, it's time to do something. One is overthinking. 
The other might be acting too early, but the entrepreneur is someone who looks at it, evaluates it, makes a decision, acts on it, and then adjusts. If it's not what they wanted, they go to plan B and start working on it rather than having uh, 10 pages of, of notes Analysis. in order yeah. not to have to uh, ever have to do something over again. Well, there's and, something to be said for analytics also, but, but you know, to, to not dwell on it is really what we're talking about. Entrepreneurs are successful because they don't dwell on it. They, they look at it, they take a reading from it, they make a decision about it, and they exercise that decision and move forward. And if it happens to set them back, they look at it again and they move in a different direction. And it's a, it's a kind, uh, that's why I say it's an instinct. It's a kind of a response mechanism. Um, and and so, you know, it, it definitely is a good ingredient to have as a business owner or manager because it it helps you to be, ap- be able to be more responsive both to customers and to employees and to everyone around you um, and the community, in fact. And so we, a lot of times we look at businesses that are responsive to their community needs um, and we tend to see that happen more often than in the business itself because everyone has a soft spot, you know. So when you see uh, people in need in the community, um, tendency is to jump in there and help. And and so it's you don't sit down and analyze it and think about it and get uh, do research on it. You just do it. You act. Um, that's the that's the the comparable. And when you're an entrepreneur running a business. You can't just jump in and act all the time. You gotta, there's got to be a certain amount of balance and measurement before you, before you attack something. But it doesn't have to be overbearing. You don't have to dwell on it for hours or days or weeks to, before you do something. And there are certain decisions where you need the analy- analytics, and there are other decisions where uh, you review it, you evaluate, and act. Um, and, and so... Uh, I think that uh, trying to figure out where you have understanding the risks associated with the decision starts driving um, how much time you spend in the studying of it and deciding when it's time to act on it. There's more, of course, to all this, but uh, we're going to take a quick break here and be back and uh, hope that you stay with us. Don't go away. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar and Dr. Ken Wyatt. Um, we have been talking about entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial thinking, and uh, we kind of want to hit on this last segment of talking about what it takes to be uh, successful uh, as an entrepreneurial thinker and, and what, what real entrepreneurs uh, often do and uh, how, to, how to capture some of the real value of learning from uh, entrepreneurial thought and how that, how that can work for you and your business and your, um, your professional practice in terms of how you deal with employees, how you deal with customers, how you deal with your community. Ken, you want to hit on well, one of those I, points? I think and, that we think of entrepreneurs or someone who goes after the, the goal as their first step. Uh, because they have these grand ideas. Right. And really, yes, they have, many of them have grand ideas. We've seen many in the news. But they typically understand that they have to take a step at a time to get there. Right. They're willing to take that first step. 
They're willing to take the next step. They're willing to spend time to plan, but they're planning and taking steps at the same so, time. So really what they're doing is they take a step and then adjust themselves and then take another step and make another adjustment. And that, that's what I kind of— and, and as they take a step, sometimes the steps have surprising results and they back up and reevaluate and change the steps so that they don't lose everything, but they go back and adjust. Or charge forward faster. <laughs> and we charge Depends forward. And it may not be all a straight line. Yeah. But uh, they don't necessarily skip things. Uh, they keep moving. Uh, and I think what I've seen entrepreneurs do is, is they are continuously evaluating. At the same time, they're continuously making decisions. Many of them are thinking about the step after the step they're taking, evaluating so that they can keep it moving because, uh, because we see entrepreneurs seem to move very fast. So we don't want to skip over things in We're the process skipping. of of managing. I don't and, see and, them skipping. I see yeah. them moving quickly, but I see them. It's a juggling thing. It's it's multitasking. They are evaluating uh, a step or two down ahead while they are taking the current step. How about listening to experience and other people? Is Absolutely, that... <laughs> listen to experience. Bring in Tune your into own the show. This is what you've got to be listening to here. We're talking business. This is business works. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, we're listening to other people with experience. Right. Uh, we bring in the, our own experience. Uh, I have been called uh, taking dis- making decisions by seat of the pants. And I thought, what did that mean? <laughs> it, it certainly was a, I'm not sure if it was a positive or negative statement, but <laughs> it, it, it meant that it seemed like it was quick and I didn't take the extra year or so to evaluate it. But what I did say is it was based on ex- my experience and lots of other people's experience that was already here that we could interpret fairly quickly and make a decision, be ready to adjust when necessary. So it was a little bit different approach than many people are used to taking. And I think that that's what we see when we see uh, those entrepreneurs out there starting companies. They are moving. um, uh, They seem to be moving quickly, but they're not ignoring steps. So it's, it's applying the traits and the practices of entrepreneurial thinking and applying them to your own situation, your life pursuits, your your uh, business, um, your your family, your employees, it, it doesn't always come easy. <laughs> and um, sometimes it probably makes you feel like you want to forget the whole thing because it, it gets really trying on occasion. But there's always that, uh, that extra little kick that you give and um, uh, it's that extra bit of spirit that you project out to the rest of the world. And so how do you get that to come to the surface more? Uh, I think there are a lot of answers to that question. Probably the the most important of those and the most realistic of them is to recognize that you choose, you choose, you choose, you choose your attitude, you choose what you say, you choose what you hear. You make choices all the time. uh, the, the, I've been told the only the only thing, and that this is all throughout. I've been told throughout the Bible, and that uh, God has said that the, 
humans are the only creatures that have been given the ability to choose. That that, uh, And when you think around you, I guess that's pretty right. You know, I mean, dogs can choose to run up to you and lick you and pet, be petted and eat when, it's, when they're hungry and all. But but there are no other creatures on this planet that um, have free will or have a choice. People do. And so how do we exercise that? And it gets frustrating, of course, when you look at the daily bombardment of news and wonder <laughs> how people could make some of those choices that they make. But nonetheless, these are things we have to live with. So how do you make it work for you the best that's possible? Um Choosing an attitude is something that's hard to swallow. A lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing. And um, and it, it shows its way through in business. So I, do you have any kind of wrap-up thoughts, Ken, about well, this I think, whole idea? Uh, one thing I've noticed about entrepreneurs, um, they look like they're uh, moving quickly, but what they have the ability to do is to look through a a wide range of noise and information and boil it into what's relevant. And, and they seem to have this ability to, uh, to keep focused on what they're trying to accomplish, uh, capture information, determine what's relevant quickly, and to uh, really get rid of the noise and irrelevant type of information more quickly uh, and, and try to, to you know, blaze through that and and drill down into the core information they need to make their decision. So so really what I hear you saying too is that the the, the bottom line the the undercurrent of all entrepreneurial thinking is is open-mindedness. I think so. In, in some respects, yeah. Well, thank you Ken and I think that's been um it, it's an enlightening subject for many of us to consider and we hope that you will and you'll see how the idea of entrepreneurial thinking can make a difference for your business directions, whether you are looking for a job, whether you own a company, whether you are a practice manager, um, these things apply. And so in, in, in that uh, respect, we will look to see you again soon. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to send them in to us. You can email us at hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, one word with an S on the end, dot U-S. And we'll be happy to respond to your questions or comments um, on the air or privately. We'll be very happy to do that. You can address it to uh, Hal or to Ken or to both of us, whatever you choose. And we'll be sure to uh, uh, take a look at it and get back to you with it. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, spread the word. Have other people know that we have a lot of experience here to offer and that we are anxious to be able to help. Thank you. Have a great day.